Welcome to the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. For more info, go to www.ivpod.com or find us on Facebook. Welcome, everybody. This is John, and I am joined with Clayton, as usual. Hi, John. Hey, what's going on? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you, too. Yeah, the, people will be listening to this later on, but to us, today is Halloween. Had right a fun on. weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Had uh, some, we had our trick and, trick-or-treating-ing, or whatever we'd call it, last did, night. Did you get a lot of... Uh, Trick or treat! Oh, we had our treats last night. But did yeah. you did, did you uh, hand out candy today, or did you take the kids out? Took the kids out. We they were troopers. We we got a lot of candy, which I'll probably end up eating half of it. Well, and cool. that yeah, that's do you do you ration it out? <laughs> uh, no, but I don't know. I don't let them eat too much candy, so it all works out. All right, well, that's cool so, though. I mean, you, you gotta you can't just let it let them well. They're not quite at the age yet where you can just, you know, load them up full of candy because the, the, I don't know. Maybe maybe Tyler is right. Is there a yeah. Yet? No, no. I've got pretty good control over all that kind of stuff. So not yet until they figure out how to, you know, get the chair up, right? Climb on top of the cupboard and find the candy dish. You know, that sort of thing. They're not quite there yet, but they're getting there. Does Grandma load them up? She's got to. Oh, I know that- how the. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, good stuff. So, so today's topic. Uh, this should be a fun topic. Uh, I guess to start off, let's had an intro for everybody. And I thought, you know, I'm not a very um, bragging sort of person, but I would have to say, Clayton, that you and I are pretty darn good skaters when it comes to rollerblades. Yeah. Yeah, we well, we spent a lot of time on our skates. We were the nerds that skated at college too, even when it wasn't cool to do it. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I mean, we we played hockey a lot in high school. We skated right. all over the place. That was like my main means of transportation in college. Yeah. But uh, but uh, I don't know. Obviously, you've noticed that the rollerblades have just completely fallen out of favor these days. You just don't see anybody on them anymore. No. And and. Uh, it's almost like uh, I think they're actually not only have they fallen out of favor, they're they're like not cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not even that just people don't use them anymore. It's like you 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 look like a nerd apparently if you skate now. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I mean, so that being said, um, you know, rollerblading and our love of skating on rollerblades has kind of fallen out of favor. But one thing that hasn't fallen out of favor. The uh, forefather of the rollerblade, the roller skate, right. has come into, uh, has resurged big time mm-hmm. um, by the means or by the way of these new roller derbies that are now around. Mm-hmm. And the one in particular that we wanted to make everybody well aware of is the Illinois Valley Vixens. 
which is going to be our own um, roller derby that's going to be right out of Ottawa at the Paramount. They're going to play. Um, they're going to be skating there and competing. So this should be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The uh, sorry. What's... No, go ahead. Yeah, the, the right there at the Paramount, which is uh, right off Route Six and in Chestnut Street. Um, would they they get they got together about six weeks ago? I think they had their first meeting, and they're trying to trying to get a group of girls together to actually get a full blown league. And uh, you you talked to one of the members, right? Yes, I talked to Katie Reba, which. If she's listening to this right now, I'd have to apologize because I called her up and I'm like, is Reba there? And I was thinking about that after the fact because I didn't realize that was her last name. And I was thinking, <laughs> now I, after I noticed the fact, that too. I know. So now I think about it, it's like, oh, someone called me up like that. That'd be kind of odd. But hey, she was Spellich, what's up? I've never met you before. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's totally cool. You know, everybody there we've, you know, has been really cool and accommodating, trying to give us as much info as possible. So we thank you. <clears throat> We mm-hmm. hope that we can do more of these podcasts on your uh, your derby here as we go on. So just to get everybody familiar with it, we thought we'd just kind of uh, give everybody some background on these flat track roller derbies because this has really become a big deal within the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's uh, growing. There's, uh, I, I mean, it's it's... It's not to the point where it's like a, a for-profit sport and contracts, obviously, or anything like that, but um, kind of in a grassroots sort of level, there is a certain pride that I think is really cool that these people are putting them together. The women that are doing this, they they get really into it, and it's it's pretty awesome because it's it's not just it's not even in in big cities. I mean, they have them uh, they're across the country, and there there's a lot of them in smaller smaller towns too, which is really neat. So. I mean, hundreds of like leagues and apprentice leagues, and they have a, a good. It sounds like a good organization. Um, that the roller derby flat track. Uh, what is it? The women's flat track roller derby association or something women's like flat, that. Yeah, you got it. Women's flat track association. Yeah. They have uh, like seventy-eight. Uh, well, according to their website, they got seventy-eight member leagues, forty-eight apprentice leagues. But uh, I saw. I think it was on Wikipedia or something. They had. It said there was as many as six hundred. Just leagues not necessarily like their member leagues but just 600 leagues worldwide Mm -hmm. uh, most of those being in america because this is kind of an american made sport right yeah so but yeah Yeah, and go ahead no you go ahead (laughs) i was gonna say they they talked a lot about um the how it got all set up on the one of the podcasts that we like to listen to is the stuff you should know how stuff works and they talked a lot about kind of the history of it on that one. So if you're looking for some good reference to kind of get an idea about it, you could go there and listen to their podcast. We're trying not to repeat what they did, but they talked a lot about the uh, the fad of it. Or it's not a fad because fads usually are temporary. I, I have a feeling that this might actually stick. It it it's, it could have say, staying power um, because it's not like what we remember seeing on TV. I think we should talk about that now. Um, this what what we're talking about and what was on TV the roller games or roller jam, um, those were more like wrestling like WWE. Um, this is actual real competition and there isn't predetermined winners or anything like that. So it's pretty right. neat. Yeah, this is uh, this is legit. These are tough chicks who are going to be doing this. They they're getting hurt. They are competing. Uh, viciously, I mean, I I can't wait to see one of these things because from what I've seen on like YouTube, it's really 
frantic, uh, fast-paced action. Mm-hmm. Should be a lot of fun. I think people are really going to like it. Uh, I, I agree. I really, I think it will stick. I and I hope it do. I have high hopes for it too. I know we here at uh, the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast and Ivy Pod, we're we're really back in this whole thing because I think we have a lot in common, and we're hoping we can do what we can to uh, to help out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, not like we have much of a following yet, but we'll do what we can. <laughs> right. Well, you never know. I think I think we're we got quite a following. What do you mean? I I guess <laughs> we talk to a lot of people at least. So yeah, we try. And, and they they were in the Times, uh, and then they were in the News Tribune as well. So um, pretty much anybody I've I've talked to about this, they they everybody pretty much knows knows what's going on. They know it's a you know uh, coming. So. Um, they did a really good job right out the shoot of um, recruiting, it sounds like, too. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I but, think they wanted to have at least 60 people to because that way they could have four teams. And I think they have they have exactly that. They're doing just fine. A lot of support. I know just from their Facebook page, there's just constant dialogue on their Facebook page from all sorts of different people. So that's always an encouraging thing to see. There's a lot of people interested, and they're in really good communication. And that kind of plays into something they talk about on the Stuff You Should Know podcast about the camaraderie mm-hmm. of of the roller derbies and the, the ladies who are involved. It's a, it's a big deal for them, and I can understand it. it you know, if I was a dude, or if I was a dude, if I was a chick... Uh, I would totally want to do this. Cause yeah, and you don't need to be. Uh, I, the The cool thing it sounds like they're doing is it's not they're not rushing um, the process. They know that to to get into shape and get in good skating condition and know the rules and stuff. It's going to take them a lot of time to to really uh, to get to get up to speed. I guess is a good way to put it. Right. Um, it's not just something you can go out and do if you, especially if you're not a strong skater, because you could hurt yourself real easily. So, exactly. And yeah, there's they, a lot of equipment that they need, and um, yeah. So I don't know. So I guess with that kind of preview. Uh, let's bring it back a step and just give people kind of a quick history lesson. Uh, where we're going to rip off the stuff you should know podcast a little bit here. We've taken some stuff from there, Wikipedia. Um, different online sources. So, I mean, yeah. feel free to type in flat track roller derby and you'll get all sorts of information. Um, but I guess uh, you want to start it off, Clay? Sure. That I, 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 We can go way back in history, uh, um, way back, uh, something like 1880s, um, I think is kind of when they started to, I, I assume that's when People they started doing those long uh, races where they yeah. had mar- marathon races and people yeah. died and um, it was yeah. <laughs> kind of neat. Um, it's, yeah, it was up through the 1880s through the 20s. I think I saw you had it or it was on there somewhere. I right. saw that. There was the promoter uh, Leo Seltzer. Um, he talked to. He's the he's the one who started the the marathon races, um, and then they kind of transitioned or, or kind of figured out that the the best part was when people started running into each other. I think it's kind of how they put yeah, it. Yeah, right. The, the endurance sense were a little bit boring to watch. It, and it, it got popular maybe during the 30s, like during the uh, de- Depression. Yeah. Um, because he'd, he'd have like cash prizes and people were hard up for money, so they would do just about anything. And uh, so... Right, it, and, and, it, and it was very popular through the 30s, the 40s, and the 50s. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it was very it similar was on to TV too. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Um, the, uh, and it was the, the rules back then were similar to the rules that we're seeing now with these flat track races. Um, none of the crazy stuff had happened yet. We'll get to that here in a second. Um, well, I guess we can jump right into that. I mean, the, uh, you know, it, it was very popular in the 30s, the 40s, 50s. It started to die down, and then it really died out completely in the 70s. And um, they tried to bring it back with in the late 80s, late 70s, early 80s, with like the roller games, roller gem, like you mentioned earlier, uh, Clayton, where it became a lot more of a spectacle. And that's where, if you remember, that's where they had the alligator pit and that huge wall where you got more points if you rode up the wall and uh, yeah i don't remember i mean i do but i don't it's it's really weird like the uh how hokey it seemed uh, i don't know it yeah says, it, w- it was it was a saturday morning thing and i remember it was it was very similar to wrestling at the time uh the pro wrestling um it was it was it was entertaining but uh they, they, they had a roller the roller jam was started in 1999 so it's been i think it's kind of been lingering for a long time i just think that they've never been able to sort of market it in a way that stuck at least mainstream uh television wise but so uh then the big year for this was um in 2001 in austin texas the texas roller girls are the ones who got this grassroots effort all kicked off where they went back to the roots and started you know getting this uh, this new flat track derby association going or mm-hmm. that actually um and that's where it all started these they just they were passionate about it they want and they created it got it going and from there it's just spawned like you said right. earlier in the show all these different leagues just keep popping up right and that they what they did was it, was it was women only and that seemed to help um yeah. it's non-profit they're not trying to make money i mean they raise money for charities they're not they're not out there trying to you know, get a union together and have team owners and charge a bunch of money for tickets and anything or anything like that. It's it's um, it's really kind of neat that they are actually able to to, to help out charities. Uh, it seemed to it seems to catch on, especially and I think Austin's a pretty hip town too. There's a lot of good music down there, um, the universities and stuff like that. So it seemed like probably a good place for it to start. Yeah, and. Um... It's worth noting, um, we're going to have to take a break here in a second, Clayton, but it's worth noting uh, there are uh, co-ed and male uh, groups out there, and there are also groups out there that don't you know, perform on the flat track. They do the banked tracks, but um, the the effort, uh, the really popular movement is this women's flat track racing, so that's why we're kind of focusing on that, but just so you know, there are these other, there there are other ones out there with guys, but not nearly as popular. Right. Um, well, who so, wants to see that? I, I, I yeah. have no interest. <laughs> nah, nah, no, no. I like the names. They come up with the cool names and the outfits and the whole bit, and it's oh yeah, it's cool. It's a lot of personality. Yeah, we'll save that thought here. We'll come right back to that. I'm gonna take a quick, uh, take a quick, quick break. Mus- music, music. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Bye. Okay, we're back, everybody. Thank you. 
Um, getting back into what we were talking about, we just shot through kind of a brief history. Don't want to spend too much time on that. There's a lot of good sources out there, and we don't want to completely rip off the Stuff You Should Know podcast, which we recommend. Um, so I guess what else can we talk about with the history? Uh, there are some things you can watch if you're interested. There's a movie and a documentary. Right. Yeah. And I I haven't seen I've saw I saw the movie Whip It. Um which was it was a movie. Uh I didn't it's, were you, it sounded <laughs> like you were about to say it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. I, I thought it was bad. I um the the roller skating like the derby part I guess the the concept of it was cool. It just is I don't know. I don't did you see it? I have not seen it, but I've heard some poor reviews on it, but uh, at least it kind of brings this whole thing to the, to the masses. Yeah, it it was, it it definitely brought it out, it definitely turned it more mainstream, but I guess the, what's the documentary one, because that was based on a real movie, right, an actual movie, and then there was a documentary too, right, they did the doc and then then a movie. Right, the documentary was Hell on Wheels, and it was the story of the, the Texas Roller Girls, the group we talked about before from tech, Austin, Texas, back in 2001, how they got it all started, I think. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. That's what they, they say it in the House Stuff podcast. So, um, yeah, I'll have to check. You can, And they, they even say there's a place where you can check that out for free online if you're oh. into, into not paying for movies. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. <laughs> you right before we went to our little break, you mentioned, uh, you know, since we've kind of brought this to the present now with all these flat track racing associations, one of the cool things about this is, like you said, there's there's a really cool. They've always got these neat names for the for the teams and the players. They have almost like an alias that they take on, mm-hmm. which tend to be pretty wacky names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's they have wild outfits. Although I did read on the internet that there's some that don't do that, that don't do the wild uh, outfits and the wild names. And there's some, I don't know if there's something there, or if there's like some competition between the groups or animosity. I'm not sure. I don't want to dig into it, but well, I, I don't. I think, so maybe there's probably some that think it's uh, it's kind of selling out the ladies. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, maybe. Uh, I think it's fun. So uh, yeah, it's yeah, sure. It's I think it's pretty cool. I'm looking at the uh, the Windy City Rollers, the Chicago, um, their big big team that they have up there. Yeah. And um, there's some pretty good good names. There's Varla Vendetta, uh, Blossom Brusso, uh, Athena DeCrime, um, Go Go Hatchet, uh, Who's nice. Your Mama? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they're really good. Shaka Conduit. Uh, that's awesome. Carmageddon. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's, I, that, I mean, to me, that's like, that'd be half the fun coming up with the names. I know, there's, totally. There's Goldie Shocks, um, gosh, uh, Reckon Shrew, Ying of Fire. Man, that's good. Man, it's just, it's, <clears throat> to me, I could totally see it because, or understand because, you know, you, everybody, a woman, a, take any typical lady, woman, uh, girl, whatever, you know, and we have our viewpoint of how maybe, you know, it, it just, just the girl be a nice girl and then she gets onto the court and she takes on this personality and she turns on and turns into this total badass. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe not what we're used to seeing. So right. that's kind of cool. 
I think it, I think it's neat too that it's it's uh what I think it's neat that the women only league is the one that took off and I think that's that's pretty cool. And I don't and it's just popular among girls. I think it's I think just in general it's a cool trend. But Yep, I'm like I like it. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I hope really looking forward to it. I'm glad they're taking their time like they are. They're trying to get it right. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess let's we probably should start should we tell people about the rules because this isn't this is kind of complicated. Yeah, I I guess um I guess we could go through quickly. Um it's really hard to try to, you know, this is an audio thing so it's it's really sort of hard to describe it um i guess just start you know we can give them the basics and then kind of guide them to places where if they really want to know that how it works they can check yeah. it out um but there's it's five on five right um and there's there's a, a jammer that's the the that's who um ellen page's character in whip it was she's the fast quick one and then there's th- three blockers and then there's the pivot right Right, except team. for except for the way they line up, it's actually in the reverse order. So the first ones are the pivots, then the blockers, and then the jammers stay behind mm-hmm. initially. And and uh, they they go for two minutes. Yep, right. and uh, two minutes. Yeah, that's uh, the two minutes are called jams. Every the two, these races are called a jam, and that's a two minute length. Um, they have two thirty minute periods, and then within these periods they have all these jams and it's it's fast paced like they do a jam and then they take like a 30 second break and then they do another jam they do that because actually there's like 15 people i think on a team so they'll have five people and then then will come another new five and then they'll just they, they just keep coming it's non-stop action mm-hmm. and uh but yeah so like and what you said yeah like the pivots and the blockers start off the Ref's going to blow the whistle, and then they take off. And then after they travel like 20 feet, I think, um, the jammers, they blow the whistle again, and the jammers take off. Right. It's yeah. like one, they, they blow the whistle, and then when the last of the blockers pass the starting line, and then they blow the whistle again, something like that. I think that's um, how it works. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I do know that, you know, the jammers, they since they're typically the speedy ones, they catch up to the pack, which... I guess the pivots and the blockers, they all have to stay together. That's part of the deal. They they skate together, and then the jammers skate behind them, and then whichever jammer can skate up to them and then squeak through and pass the pack, uh, they become the lead jammer. And the lead jammer has some privileges where at any point during the two-minute period, they can just stop it right there. They can end the race. Mm-hmm. So right when they, if they were to get up a little bit right off the bat, they could just be like, oh, "Okay, we're done." Yeah, or we don't. Whatever. Yeah, they can totally shut down the other team by just being the lead. You know, squeaking up, uh, skating up, squeaking through the pack, and then just calling it right there. Mm-hmm. Just, um, so that's the jammer. Then they points are scored. So again, they they start skating and the jammers. They're, the point of the jammers, they need to try to lap the pack. They want to lap them as many times as they can. And every time the jammer laps a player on the other team, they get a point. Right. 
So you go as long, or you pass as many, and then once you pass them one time, you have to go back around and pass them again. They can't, you can't let them go by you and then pass them again, and that counts again. Right. It's just a, you have to go out, completely lap them, which is, that's why they're the little, or not little, but usually the fastest skater on the on the team. Right, and the blockers tend to be, well, they don't have to be bigger physique-wise, but uh, probably should be strong. Because uh, mm-hmm. tr- their role is to try to prevent the other team's jammer from getting by. And the pivots, the pivots, you know, they have to be, they can block too. They're they're kind of blockers too, but they have, they're more like the coach of the team. Or I've seen them compared to as like the pace setter. Uh, they set the pace for the entire pack because they're typically up front. And then they have to keep track of what's going on throughout, you know, where are the jammers at and they can call plays and and call things out and this. so they're pretty much like they're the coaches that are on the on the floor as this thing's going on mm-hmm. and you can tell who's who because they got different things on their helmets right the 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 pivot has the the star or nope the stripes the stripes yeah and then who had the ja- the the jammer has the Star, Jam- right? Exactly. Yeah, Jammer's okay. got the star, and then Blockers, I don't think, have anything. And, you know, this is one of the cool things about this whole league in general, just the fact that depending on what where you are, if you're a really strong, fast skater, well, maybe you'd make a good Jammer. If you're, you know, a good skater, pretty tough, um, you know, maybe you're a good Blocker. If you're more strategic and you're trying to keep track of things, you might be a pivot. I mean, it's kind of... It, it's neat because it doesn't really you don't need to be the super track star athlete to play i mean you can you know anybody as long as you can skate can get involved in this right you do have to be uh you do have to be in shape though i'm guessing i'm uh, sure to a certain degree of course right. uh i know if you if it, if they actually get to the point where it's the and i don't know how, how what their plan is to be if they want to get into the really competitive leagues but I think they have to before you can skate on some of these squads. You actually have to be you have to pass a, a fitness test. Um, they're not just gonna because then you know if you're the better shape you're in, the less chance you are to get hurt. Sure, so makes sense. You makes have to sense. be able to. You have to be in some sort. I'd probably get get my butt kicked, but. Uh. <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's this is kind. Of, I mean, that's gonna be intense, you know. Right. Skating, right. There's I mean, a lot of injuries and 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 broken tailbones and bruises and uh, all kinds of nasty injuries. Yeah, because when you're skating like that, that's hardcore. I mean, you're just going full bore a lot of times. Right. I mean, I can imagine they get pretty worn out. That's probably why they they can't go any longer than two minutes. Right. As they would just be completely worn out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we mentioned, uh, what the jammers are, the blockers, the pivots, and kind of how they score some points. Uh, what else is there? The jammer can, let's see. I don't know. I'm trying to skim through my notes here. Did you want to do, uh, the rules or did you, do you want to? I don't know. Aren't we talking about the rules? Uh, we're talking about the, the general gameplay, I guess. Oh, Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I was going to say, like, there's penalties and penalty boxes and they're shorthanded and all that stuff, too. But sure. Could, uh, no. I, mean, I think it, it's, we're having a hard time. We're 
kind of having a harder time trying to explain it because it's one of those things that's better seen than heard about. And if you, especially if you've never really been exposed to it, it's sort of, um, which we haven't, I've only seen a little bit of it, you know, just in our research here and the movies and stuff like that. But, um, I think if we went to see it, you'd really get a good understanding of what the, what's, what's going on out there and, and how, uh, how it all works. There's a referee out there and see their signs and, you know, the hand signals and all the stuff that they use and how the penalty thing works and why you would switch the stars. And, uh, you know, there's a whole lot to it. It's actually, you know, it's, it is kind of, it's, it's, I'm sure it seems confusing, but if you were to see it, it would all kind of come together pretty easily. And it, it probably, it's pretty simple actually. Right. I would, I would recommend checking out, uh, any YouTube, you just do a type in derby or roller derby on youtube and you'll get a lot of good stuff on there uh also the how stuff works they have a lot of information on this and if you there's like a play-by-play or something like that on their site where they actually have a little graphic and you can see the players moving around and they you know step by step show what's going on that was very handy i'd recommend that Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can get some of this stuff. I say this every week that I'm going to try to get stuff up on the web, but I don't do it because. <laughs> so, let's just say I'm going to try again to get stuff on our web site. Yeah. For reference, but I make no guarantees. If they go to the How Stuff Works uh, website, they'll be able to get a lot of good information. Plus, like you said, um, on YouTube, the videos in that are pretty good as well. So. Right. Um, so like you said, there is a penalty box. You, you know, it's got to be fair. You can't be elbowing people, clotheslining people, and crazy stuff like that. Tripping, falling down on purpose is a penalty. Yep. There's minor and major penalties, um, uh, you know, and, and various infractions. Like a major would be fighting, which is kind of like hockey. Um, so, uh, yep. and, and once you go to the box, and then you go to the penalty box, and you got to sit there for a minute. And so while you're in there, it's, you know, one less blocker. Right. And I guess I I think I'm not completely sure about this, but I think when uh if, if a jammer laps the other team and that the other team has a person in the penalty box, I think like they get an extra point somehow. The grand slam. That's what they call it. What's the isn't that when you pass a jammer though? Oh, I grand okay. Never mind. Yeah, I, I think I, the I, grand slam's when you pass the other jammer, which is huge. That's got to be la- Yeah, you lap them, right? Right. Or, yeah. Oh, what, what so what did you say then? Oh, I was just saying that I think you get an extra point because there's a person in the box. So oh. you you just get it. That's you get that point you, to like make up for that point. person not being there. Yeah, I got you. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right, I'm with. I'm back on. I'm we're we're back. I'm, we're I'm back. back. You know, okay. with that, you know, yeah. that's a good time to take a quick break. Let's take a quick break, Clayton. We'll come that back and good. close this thing out. Sounds good. Okay, hold on. IV Pod supports Dreamwave Wrestling with an upcoming event, November 6, 2010, the survival of the fittest at the Knights of Columbus in LaSalle. Check them out. Okay, so let's just jump right back to where we were. We were going through the rules. Again, if you're interested, we're probably... This sounds confusing, so please check us out. Check out the video sources, things visual that you can see on the web. It'll help out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if I have much left to talk about actually for the rules. No, I I, I think we could let's jump back and start talking about the 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 vixens because I think ultimately what we'd like to do is uh I, you know kind of promote them and I'm sure um we'll keep you guys up to date on when they st- actually start uh start doing it you know when they actually have a, a competition and or a show or, a, or whatever um when they start scheduling events we'll we'll try to be on top of it um you can look them up on facebook too right the illinois valley vixens yeah, yeah you can check them out on facebook you can see their logo which is pretty cool i'm hoping to get one i'd like one of their t-shirts someday I think I saw something like it was 12 bucks for a t-shirt, but I don't know if that's for themselves, for their uniforms, or if that's like for anybody. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe. Who knows? Well, there was, uh, you know, if you if you go on their Facebook page, I mean, any support that you could lend them um, is good. I think they already have, they're blowing us out of the water. They got like 700 likes or something like that. Uh, yeah, the they're, doing, that. they're doing pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah, they're doing very good, um, but they're, I'm sure they're like, like us, they're looking for help however they can get it. Um, if you're interested in doing it, uh, you can go to the Facebook page probably, or you can contact, uh, let's see, Katie Reba, or uh, who else is there? It's Katie Reba and uh, Lisa Isert, I think. I think I'm saying her name right. Oh. I think it was Lisa. I'm skimming through the Times article here. Oh, okay. I think. Well, I apologize to both of you if I mess something up there. Uh, but yeah, check them out. Go, probably Facebook. I mean, you can't go wrong with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to check them out that way. And they have 817 likes. <laughs> yeah, they're doing all right. They, they um, got our link up, though. They're, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I appreciate that. Um, the uh, I think they, they practice regularly. Uh, and, and again, check out Facebook for when they are practicing. I know they invited us. Um, to come to their practice tomorrow, which is Monday. So I don't know if they practice every Monday or not. But again, yeah, check that out, and it'll probably list out when they practice. But I know they practice in the morning and, or not in the morning, but in like the afternoon and at night so that, you know, everybody can get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be like, it's at the Paramount. You know, there's going to, if you don't have skates, there's going to be like five bucks for some skates and, or five bucks to skate and then like a dollar for skate rental. But, well, if you're serious about it, then you're probably going to get the gear eventually. Mm-hmm. I was looking up the prices of the skates because I was curious. Because I know uh, ro- roller blades were you could drop 200 easy on them, and then the same thing with the roller skates. So yeah, uh, I, I wondered if there was new technology to it because those things, man, the ones we used to, you know, when when I roller skated, they're clunky. So um, I'm sure there's good ones out there now, you know. Uh, yeah, I saw like something like on that they were looking for referees, but I would like if that was the case, I wouldn't. I would have to do it on rollerblades yeah. because. <laughs> no, I, mean, I I just I guess it's been so I haven't I haven't rollerbladed in a while, but yeah, maybe they won't allow you to wear them out. Maybe there's something with the um with the floor or something. I can't imagine the same urethane wheels. So. Yeah, you'd think so. Um, so. What else is there? The Vixens, they, they have got, you know, I think they've got plus, you know, 60 plus ladies who are involved, uh, which is exactly what they need. I know they've got like two girls who are have experience and they've done this before, so that's got to be really helpful, really helpful, just in getting everybody up to speed. And I think everybody else is just trying to practice and and get their skating skills going really well. 
Um, they, I believe, are trying to get into and, and compete, actually, in December in Rockford. And then, hopefully, if things go well, they'd like to come back to Ottawa in January, February, you know, the new year. And be, you know, 2011, they're going to really get going. So, you know, we're crossing our fingers and hoping that's what's actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, after a while, they, they practice, 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 and you kind of have to get out there and do it to see how you stack up, even if you're just, you know, skating against the other girls. Uh, um, you know what I mean? To really find out how 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 you're doing. But, oh, for sure, yeah. You can only practice so much. Mm-hmm. I, I I think if they if they stick with it, I think they'll actually be able to get a following too. Um, I don't know if 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 there's any other venues in the area. I know the Paramount, which is a skating club or a, you know a skating venue. I didn't. I wondered if there was any other places where they'd be able to do it. I um, it looks like they do it. A, a lot of them they do it in gymnasiums and stuff like that. I know that the Windy City Rollers um, they do they they play at the UIC Pavilion, so and they actually draw, well, they draw quite a few fans too, which is neat, really. I think one of the one of the things with the flat track racing in general, they if you know anywhere, I know they're not as popular as maybe they once were, but like any roller skating um, facility or or roller skating rink can be converted uh, to a flat track racing facility. And when I say converted, that's really not makes it sound a lot more complicated than it is. It's just, you know, drawing out the the rink dimensions and drawing it out on the floor. Mm-hmm. But they that's that's one of the things that's probably helped them because you can take any big large wood surface like a track or, or like you said, a gym and, and, and start skating on it. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So, so I'm I'm cool. looking forward to checking them out actually. Oh absolutely. Yeah. I I, uh, I wanna go. Something to do. That's like you can't beat that, you know, for it's just something new in our area, something to check out, something for people to compete in if they want to be involved, or something to go watch and spectate and and enjoy. Should be good. Well, maybe I we think. could find out when they have their referee class and get out there yeah. and make some extra cash. If the, even if that, I'd be half tempted to do it for free just for something I know. to do. But That'd be fun. It'd be hard with the time and everything like that, but that would be fun. I think if I... You know, for you, if I was you, you know, it, living in it, Ottawa, I literally I totally like, I live it. on the same block as the the roller rink. So, like, I mean, I walk across the alley and and I'm there, like, literally. So, I can. <laughs> so now you got to do yeah. it. You've totally set yourself. Yeah, up. Yeah, I could make it. I could make it there in in, in less than two and a half minutes. So, uh, cool. yeah, I could skate over there in like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> It'd take me longer to put my skates on than it would for me to get there. Um, yeah, that would be cool. I um I think I think I think they have a good shot at you know making it last and I I I'm really excited to see kind of the outcome and see some of the personalities and see the names and um right. if they if they if that's what they're going for or you know I think whatever they decide to do I think it'll be neat. Either way, I mean it it's always cool to see uh people get together and try something new and 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 you know really and that's that's what I think is is so appealing to us is that it's 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 an original group, you know. It's an original idea. In in that, it's it's taking something that wasn't here and making it and and making it your own. And even even the name is good. The the Illinois Valley Vixens. I think it it's just neat all the way around. 
So. Absolutely. So with that, you probably can expect, hopefully we will be reporting on this soon or in the future. Um, I guess we can close it out and kind of finish this off with, uh, you got anything? I guess I really don't have a lot else to talk about. Um this week i know it's i don't i i i, I mean i have my usual podcast I, I i like to do the podcast of the week um I'm, i i'm going to stop telling everybody to listen to this american life because it's you should just listen to it i don't need to tell you that it's good cuz pretty <laughs> much every week is good um and, and it, you know what's funny too is i'll listen to it the pre the week before our show gets released so i'm going to tell someone to go try to find an episode and they only put their episodes out for a week at a time and it once that week's over once they put the new episode out on the weekend it's if you want to get an old episode they're a dollar each so i've been kind of promoting these podcasts that i probably said were free when they're they're not you have to pay a dollar for them but you can download them you know that current one for the week, and that one's free. So I would just encourage everybody to go to the, um, go to I go to their iTunes or and and just subscribe to it so you get all the episodes. And 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 when I tell you to go and listen to it, you can, um, <laughs> you'll you know, oh Clayton liked that one. Well, I pretty much know that I'm gonna like pretty much anything that they come out with for the most part. So, and and this particular week was no different. So. Uh, that's my this american life comment for the week (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah nice i got nothing i've been listening to the same stuff that i've been talking about before so i I listened to the um the basketball one you told me about that where the guy was uh talking on the phone and he was in ottawa and i still yeah isn't that weird Yeah, i still haven't figured out what he was doing here though um yeah he doesn't make it very clear here because he said but um he mentions that he's going to go to the strip yeah, club. Yeah, and he was all surprised. Funny. He's like, a small town like this, and they got a strip club. It's like, no, they don't have a strip club. They have two. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> it's just Little funny because he, he, he thought it was weird that they had one, and it's like, no, bro, there's two. <laughs> yeah. Come as on, as the uh, Ottawa Serious Fun video says. <laughs> right? right? So we got to plug that video. Yeah, that's awesome. So, good deal. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else. I. I think I. I still listen to the same. I still uh, enjoy the hypothetical help. That's still like my. I think that might be my favorite. That's like my late night when I'm doing like my end of the night chores. I listen to the hypothetical help because those guys are hilarious. But they seem to have stopped doing it. So maybe I shouldn't really promote it because if you listen to them all, you'll be mad that they're not doing it anymore. Oh, they're so. done. They're- they might be. I don't think they're done, but they're definitely taking a long hiatus, so it kind of stinks. Oh my God. That happens a lot, I've noticed, with different podcasts where they'll take big breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I mean, because it, I, I guess with podcasts, people are doing it just for the love of it, so they're not really making money a lot of times. So right. I guess it makes sense. Things happen in our lives, mm-hmm. and we must go yes. and do that. Yes. yes, occasionally we might miss a week, but... We hope not. Right, right out. Until we run out of things to talk about. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> I, I really don't. I was I, when we first started talking about. it, I was like, "What are we gonna talk about?" And then now that we're doing it, it's like we have we have a a, a, a list. Uh, actually, we don't even really have a physical list. I have one in my head, and it's it's too long for me to even try to recite all the ideas that we have going that are are good. Cool. So, I think we're we're gonna be good for a while. Very cool. Always come up with something. 
I guess I guess we should probably call it a day. Yeah, yeah, let's call it quits. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.